Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you think of a mummy, you might envision a dusty, cloth-wrapped monster dragging itself through a torch-lit tomb. In Hollywood, these undead rulers are always on the move. But it turns out there's one real-life mummy that also refuses to stay in one place. His name is Atahualpa. He was the last king of the Inca Empire. His reign ended when Spanish conquistador Francisco Pizarro murdered him and brought the Inca civilization to its knees. But Atahualpa retained great power and wealth, even in death. Like all Incan kings, his body was mummified in a sacred ritual, designed to give him supernatural sway over the world of the living. And then his body vanished. It was long believed that Atahualpa was buried where he died in Peru, but recently unearthed documents suggest that his body was secretly carried back to Ecuador to empower an Incan army. In the Ecuadorian highlands, a team of archaeologists are investigating forgotten ruins that may be linked to the mummy's tomb. And for the first time, they're using aerial scanning technology to hunt for answers in some of the densest jungles on Earth. They say you can rest when you're dead, but not if you're an Incan mummy. I'm heading to South America to join the search for the last great king of the Inca and a legend that refuses to die. My name is Josh Gates. With a degree in archaeology and a passion for exploration, my travels have taken me to the ends of the earth as I investigate the greatest legends in history. This is Expedition Unknown. So this is where our story begins. We are in Ecuador, and I'm standing in the palace of the last of the great Incan kings, Atahualpa. But you won't find any stately ruins to admire here today. The only thing down here now are ghosts. What was once a palace is now a tomb. This is a catacomb. 
but the only remains of Atahualpa's palace come in the form of broken bricks. And as for the mummy of the great leader, it is nowhere to be found. Trust me, I've looked. The bones that you see down here, those are the remains of Spanish priests. And 500 years ago, the Spanish transformed this Incan world above into a Catholic empire. This is the San Francisco Church. It was built by the Spanish in 1534 on the still-smoking ruins of Atahualpa's throne. Thirteen cloisters, three churches, sprawling courtyards, there's even a winery in here somewhere. As for the decorations, well, they're not exactly understated. Gold upon gold. But Atahualpa's mother and his son are both entombed here. And among the 3,000 or so paintings are depictions of Incas converting to Christianity. Voluntarily, I'm sure. When conquistador Francisco Pizarro first met the Inca, they were the largest empire in the Americas. They were advanced in mathematics and astronomy, master road builders of the Andes. Yet Pizarro decimated their entire empire in less than two years. Now, standing on top of one culture and within another, I'm about to emerge into a third. Incredible Quito, the beating heart of Ecuador, cradled in a valley nearly 10,000 feet up in the Andes. Its Incan roots may be buried, but its Spanish overlay is nothing short of breathtaking. This is, bar none, the best-preserved colonial city on the continent. And maybe it's the lack of oxygen, but the atmosphere in Quito feels utterly relaxed. Folks here truly aren't afraid to have fun. Sir, please. I'm a visitor in this country. Yes! Okay, you won't let go. Seriously, you won't let go of me. Once I manage to escape, I beeline for the city's true claim to fame. This is probably the most famous site in Ecuador, and it's a memorial that commemorates the 1739 French geodesic expedition that mapped the circumference of the world, established the meter as a unit of measurement, and declared this place what we now know as the equator. Welcome to Mitad del Mundo, or the center of the world. The monument is modeled after an Inca temple. On one side, the northern hemisphere. On the other, the southern. A breathtaking view of the middle of the planet. Oh, just one thing. It is slightly in the wrong place. Wait, what? That can't be true. Is that true? Yeah, it's down the street. <sighs> okay, pack it up, boys. Come on. Let's try this again. I walk 787 feet to meet Myra, a park ranger and educator at the place global positioning satellites say is the actual 000. This is the real equator. This is the real equator. Because I've been I've been lied to before. <laughs> did you go to the monument? I did. That's the old equator. Let's right. say it like that and this is the right. new more accurate equator. That's the that's the fake equator. Fake equator. No, I'm trying to sell you on one word here. Fake equator. Fake equator. All right. Yeah, that's going to be a Did I just come up with that? <laughs> yes. Hashtag fake equator. <laughs> Both monuments are pretty awesome, actually. This one is decidedly kitschier, complete with supposedly scientific demonstrations of water draining clockwise in the southern hemisphere and the other way in the north. Myra also claims that at the true equator, you can balance an egg upright on a nail. Oh, there you go. Very good. Uh, uh, how about that? I have to say, that was extremely difficult. <laughs> I mean, that awesome was... Job. Thank you. That was not over easy. Seriously, I could do these yokes all day. Along with these modern monuments, there are also ruins in the nearby hills. 
Turns out the Inca managed to find the equator without satellites 500 years ago. To learn more about them and about their powerful missing mummy, I'm heading for a meeting at Quito's Ministry of Culture. Very recently, a trove of previously unknown documents was discovered here, and historian Pablo Garcia believes they may hold the key to finding the last great king of the Inca. This is an, an incredible archive. Yes, in this institution, we hold a million five hundred thousand uh, documents from the history of Ecuador. And have you read through all of them? I wish I had the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Atahualpa really is the last of the great Incan emperors. Exactly. Yes, definitely. When did they come to Ecuador? Early 1500s. Why did they come here? The equator. Closer to the sun to worship their most important god. In 1532, Atahualpa has just killed his own brother to unite the Inca kingdoms and is now emperor of a newly consolidated Incan empire. And then what happens? Pizarro happens. While Atahualpa takes power, conquistador Francisco Pizarro sails to South America with only 200 Spanish soldiers. Atahualpa, on the other hand, has 80,000 men at his command. He invites Pizarro to meet in the town of Cajamarca, Peru. However, Pizarro arrives first and, with the benefit of Spanish guns, ambushes the Incan king. Atahualpa is kidnapped and locked in a so-called ransom room. Pizarro promises to release him only if he can fill the chamber twice over with pure gold and silver. Amazingly, Atahualpa fulfills the request, and then, in one of history's most appalling double-crosses, Pizarro sentences him to death by burning. Atahualpa begs the Spaniards not to be burned. Every dynasty, their remains had to be maintained and mummified. They would dress them, they would feed them, they, their palaces were kept. Were they seen as magical? Supernatural, yes, sir. So he requested to be killed in a different way. If Atahualpa leaves no mummy, he'll have no power in the afterlife. So he agrees to convert to Christianity, and in return, Pizarro grants him bizarre mercy, a death by strangulation. Atahualpa will remain all-powerful. His mummy is buried where he fell in Cajamarca, or so it's been thought for the last 450 years. In the history books, I've read that the body gets buried in Peru. Yes. So why am I in Ecuador? Because there's a different version of the story. A curator carries in a box from deep in the archives. Inside is something that could change history as we know it, and perhaps lead to a supernatural mummy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In Ecuador's National Archives, historian Pablo Garcia shows me newly found documents that may point the way to the lost mummy of the Emperor Atahualpa. We are looking right at the moment at 500-year-old documents. Wow, this is astounding. This is a chronicle by one of the sailors that came along with Francisco Pizarro along the conquest in 1500s. He was the witness of a great procession carrying these uh, remains of a dead person. Does he mention Atahualpa by name? No, he doesn't. But it must have been him because after the murder of Atahualpa in Cajamarca, one of the generals of the empire, Rumiñawi, went to recuperate his remains since the mummy was believed to have supernatural powers, Rumanawi likely wanted it to help command his army. The procession would have traveled more than 600 miles toward Quito. But where the remains were entombed, well, that's the mystery. Recently, a historian discovered the will of Atahualpa's son. Wow. And what is the date of this document? 1583. How astounding is it to see something like this from the 16th century? What does the will of Atahualpa's son Reveal. It shows where this family maintained property. There is a possibility that this uh, section of Ecuador is the place where the uh, remains were buried. Would it have been common to put a sacred mummy on family land like this? For sure. Atahualpa was born in the kingdom of Quito, so it was the ideal place to go and hide the remains of the king of the empire. Even more intriguing, archaeologists have identified a set of ruins within this land known as Malki Machai that appear to be Incan in origin. Could this be the final resting place of Atahualpa's divine mummy? These are the pieces of the puzzle that will lead to the remains of Atahualpa. I grab a 4x4 and head for the ruins of Malki Machai, where a team of archaeologists are investigating the lead. Considering I'm headed well off the grid in the Ecuadorian highlands, I'll need to make a pit stop to grab some supplies. Just outside of Quito is Sakisili, and every Thursday, there's a market in town, or more accurately, the entire town turns into a market, a giant open-air department store. First priority is, as always, food. Buenos dias. Quanto cuesta? How much? For all this? I'm getting totally ripped off on bananas back at home, it turns out. The market offers a lot on the menu. Some of it unusual. I may need a toilet in the next 35 seconds. Some of it downright adorable. Ma'am, how much for all of them? I'm setting you free. <laughs> but in the end, I've kind of lost my appetite. No. No. I quickly grab some gear for jungle trekking. 
How much is the backpack? $20. 20 Okay, I'll take it. Can you throw in the toilet paper, too? See? I'm gonna need every roll, ma'am. It's been a good haul. Papa's got a brand new bag, a bunch of bananas, and a load of TP. Time to hit the highway. Or what passes for a highway up here. A few hours south of the capital, and the landscape turns positively prehistoric. I climb past vertical rainforests, spectacular lagoons, and dodge some of the more than 30 active volcanoes here. And then, the road climbs into an ethereal mist. These are Ecuador's cloud forests, foggy, high-altitude jungles, and places of untold mystery. Finally, the vapor clears, and I approach the archaeological site of Malki Machai, where I've arranged to meet with researcher Herman Molina. With him is his colleague and translator, Kale Rodriguez. Hola. 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 Hi, Hola, I'm Josh. Welcome to the middle of nowhere. I know, I, I used the GPS and I sort of thought this must be wrong. So, so what, what is this place? Es un lugar Inca ceremonial. It's a ceremonial Inca place. The jungle swallowed everything. Little by little, we are realizing that there are more Inca sites in Ecuador than we ever suspected. Herman believes that the documents in Quito are correct and that Atahualpa's mummy was not only brought back to Ecuador, but may have been hidden here at Malki Machai. We walk even deeper into the jungle. Here, the land looks much the same as it would have when the Inca ruled the continent, or when King Kong battled that T-Rex. What do you think the weight rating is on this thing? Oh, we're over it. <laughs> we cross rivers and climb into the chilly hills. Eventually, though, signs of Inca civilization start to come into view. All of this is Incan, Herman. And this too, this road. Sí, porque guarda la referencia. Ellos tenían siempre en su camino dos metros. You can tell because the fact that it's two meters wide right. as all the Inca road in the whole empire. So this is Inca, 100%. Really amazing thing is that it's in near perfect condition. I mean, you could, you could drive a car up this. <laughs> How old is this construction? Around 500 years. We have roads in New Jersey that are 50 years old that look like they got hit with a missile. <laughs> if the Inca didn't build this for last, they cut their heads off. So, Yeah, the Union guys don't have that same kind of pressure. That's true. And it continues up. Yep. Yeah? Let's go on. Wow, there's a ton of stonework here. Look at this, an aqueduct. An Incan aqueduct. You've got construction here that's half a millennia old. It's still working perfectly. Water was holy. Mother Nature is holy. So it could mean that a very important thing happened here. Para arriba, inclusive, tienes los caminos. Y hay otros canales. There's other canals up there. Can you show me? Okay. Yeah. The dense jungle growth has covered everything here. An Inca settlement beautifully preserved beneath it. I mean, if you move any of this away, you see... The rocks. The rocks. Yeah. Just hidden underneath it, like a perfect cobblestone. Further up the hill, though, is a structure that indicates to Herman that Atahualpa's mummy may very well have been here. Look at that. Wow, big blocks. This structure here is not part of the Inca road. This is other kind of structure. Look at that, and the tree is just growing right out of it. And all back here, too. It's square-shaped carved stone, which is imperial. It means that we may find an imperial construction here. 
underneath all the moss, underneath all yep. the grass, there could be actually a temple here of some kind. This is run by nature now, but it could be a whole complex here, undiscovered. This is some Indiana Jones right here. This is like undiscovered country. We step further down into the ruins into an even more impressive discovery. What is this? Este es el lugar en el que le guardaban a la momia. This is the most important building of the whole complex. We believe that this is the place where Atahualpa's mummy was kept every night. Right here? Yeah. So the mummy of Atahualpa literally could have been right here. Laying seated, how would he have been positioned? He would be in a seated position, like the Inca king was uh, on his throne. The problem, though, is that he's not here now. So if they took the mummy, where would they have taken it? The Inca were fleeing from the Spaniards, and whoever has the mummy possessed the power of the Inca. They needed to protect this mummy. They knew how to get in higher land. Up there, up there looks difficult. Yeah, that's the point. So if we're looking for Atahualpa, that's the place to look. That's the place. We actually have colleagues that are working there in the highlands in the north, and they are looking for Inca trails that may lead to a complex, a place like this. Herman and Kale are part of a larger team. While we've been busy investigating the ruins at Malkimachai, the rest of his group has been exploring Inca trails in the jungles to the east. Their plan is to map this network of roads and determine if it leads to any significant sites. And have they found anything yet? A farmer up there in the highlands who have found some Inca stones. We just don't know what it is, but we got to go there and take a look. Could be an Incan site. Yeah. If this farmer has found Inca stones in the same area where Atahualpa's mummy was likely taken, then we need to get there fast. But with no proper roads ahead, this is the end of the line for my 4x4. Lucky for me, my companions thought ahead. It might seem weird that we're trying to track down a farmer, but in fact, people who live up here are often the ones who find these ruins first. I'm really intrigued to see what it is this guy found. It's incredible, the higher we go, we're literally getting into the clouds. Pretty sure I have cow poop in my mouth. Here's an expert travel tip. Always pack an extra toothbrush. Eventually, we arrive at the farm, but don't exactly receive a warm welcome. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Hola. Hola, buenos dias. Cámaras, no. No cámaras. All right, guys. Camera down, camera down. If he has found something and it's archaeological, an artifact or, or a site, and the government finds out about that, you can go to prison for three years. So he may be worried about that. Hola. It's yeah. possible? Can we chat with him or no? Uh, I think it's possible. If he's comfortable kind of showing us what he's found or pointing us in the direction of where he's found it, we mm -hmm. can keep him totally anonymous. That's easy. Kale and Herman managed to convince the farmer to share what he's found with us, and I can hardly wait to see it. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is beautiful. Oh, my God. I thought that he was going to have found some bricks or ceramic, maybe. This is unbelievable. This is a remarkable find in and of itself, but it could also mark the way to the jackpot, the mummy of Atahualpa. Esto es una Ay. tinculpa. Usaban los jefes 
de una tribu. This is uh, for the chiefs. It's like a, like a chest plate. Es la representación del sol. That is from the people of the sun. From the people of the sun, from the Inca. What is it made of? It looks like copper. Gold. Tumbaga, tumbaga. It's a material they call tumbaga, made from gold and copper. It's a mix. And do you think this is the right time period for Arjuapa? Posiblemente puede ser de, de, de esa época. It's amazing. Okay. Where did he find it exactly? Allá arriba, la montaña. It's a mountain with a, another mountain on the top. It's a hill over a mountain. It has a trail, like a path that goes like an spiral. He says like a snail. The farmer describes a strange conical hill due east of his farm. But even the ATVs aren't going to make it there. We're now on foot, and unfortunately for us, the weather is taking a turn. We are literally in a cloud, so maybe not surprising that it is raining. If it wasn't for the compass, we can be easily lost. In a matter of minutes, the fog comes down like a blanket and smothers our visibility, which is probably for the best since it means that no one can see me panting. We are now above 12,000 feet, so the air up here, a little thin. Aquí está, mira. El churro de amanta. That's it. That is a hill on a hill, and it looks like a, a circular trail. Yeah, it goes in spiral. We forge ahead toward the peak, when suddenly the ground seems to drop away in front of us. Whoa, what is that? Es el camino por donde circulaban, se escondían. He thinks it's an Incan trail. This ditch is the secret path that they used to go up and down. We descend into the strange gully and begin to follow it uphill. This is crazy. It doesn't look like a natural channel. This is definitely man-made. Definitely. We push through several overgrown sections and eventually emerge to a promising site. Loose stonework here? Yeah. This looks like construction all in here. It's roughly cut, but something was here. Herman, ¿qué es esto? What do you think all this is? Son las piezas del Pucará, ¿no? Pucará. ¿Qué es Pucará? It's an Incan watchtower. Pucaras were a kind of Incan fort. They were placed in the hills within earshot of one another, blasting out a warning to other watchtowers in the event of danger. As a cold rain begins to fall, we break out metal detectors and scan the hillside. If the farmer's Incan relic was found here, could Atahualpa's mummy be stashed nearby? Whoa! Oh my God! You found something? Josh, come here! What do you got? I don't know what it is. Whoa! Watch it. It's a big hole. <laughs> you found a hole. <laughs> Maybe you could have opened with that. Are you okay? I'd be a lot worse if I was down there. How far down does that go? I don't know, 15 feet? Okay, what the hell is that? Why would there be a tomb here at a fortress, do you think? Maybe it's a huge offering. This was an important pucará. Do you think it could have been the mummy? Who knows? Who can say? Let's see if we can get eyes down to the bottom. Do we have rope with us, Kale? Yeah. Though I'm not entirely confident about the rigging of our wet rope, I eagerly descend into the pit, hopeful to discover what's hiding at the bottom. Okay, I'm down. This has all been carved out and then they went in a little bit. Loose debris down here. 
Some stone as well. Can someone run back and grab me that metal detector? Here it is. Yeah, I got a hit down here. There's something in this corner, I think. Shovel. Thanks. I got a hit over here a minute ago, just seeing what it is. Maybe a false hit. No, I got something. Oh, man. Look at this. What is it? I don't know what it is. It looks very old. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, my God. What is that? It's a tupo. A tupo. A thing they used to clip their clothes together. What's it made of? Tumbaga, cobre y oro. Copper and gold. Copper and gold. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is surreal. <laughs> That's incredible. Mira por ahí, debe haber algo más. Should be something more. Okay, I'll keep looking. I spend the next soggy hour carefully exploring the bottom of the pit, but to no avail. Not one other hit down here. Guys, I'm coming back up. All right. Hey, awesome. Awesome job. <laughs> Unearthing a 500-year-old artifact and the remnants of an Incan fort is a major thrill. But we're left with more questions than answers. Why was this watchtower built in such a remote location? And what was it guarding? We should meet with the rest of our team. It's a few hours away. You can find them from here. Yeah, we can find them with GPS. Please. This entire area is riddled with Incan trails, and about four miles from our location, the rest of Herman and Kale's team has been busy mapping each and every one. Now we just need to reach them. We descend to their location, and soon the sun follows suit. Honestly, it's spooky as hell out here. Which is why, after four hours of stumbling around in the dark, I'm more than a little relieved to spot some light in the distance. I see a fire. Here they are. Benoit, Diego! Diego! Hola. No Josh. I'm Benoit, nice Benoit, to meet you. Benoit, nice to meet you. How are you? Benoit Duvernay is a trailblazer in a new field, aerial archaeology, and he's dedicated his mastery over drones to studying the Inca civilization. Really crazy day. Went to Machai, started there. We have a lead on a farmer who found Satinculpa. Oh, wow. Right, so we went up from where the farmer had found this. And it's a pukara? Inca kind of, fortress. Yeah, an Inca yeah. fortress with this trench trail going up to the summit. Totally unexcavated place. Yeah, this is kind of typical in this area because where you are here right now is one of the ancient borders of the Inca Empire. What we came across today, how does that fit into your mission here? It's very critical because there's very little we know about the Inca presence in this region. Benoit has been undertaking complex aerial mapping of the region, and what he's uncovering is unprecedented. His drones have snapped countless terabytes of photos, which have been stitched together to reveal a network of Incan trails and unexcavated pucaras, Incan watchtowers arranged in a perimeter. Could it be that they're protecting an undiscovered sacred site and the remains of Atahualpa? Do you buy into this idea that his mummy came from Peru into Ecuador? I'm convinced about that. I believe the body was given to one of Atahualpa's generals, Rumiñahui. Ruminawi did it a symbol to unify the different groups in Ecuador. The mummy is a key. So where do you think the mummy went? You found the Pucara in this area because the Incas tried to protect a secret that was very significant for them. So our plan is to find out what it is. Tomorrow, we'll continue the hunt. But for tonight, we need to rest and get warm. However, these guys aren't serving hot cocoa. Whew. 
<laughs> Kelly, what, what is this? It's canelazo. It's a local liquor made with fruits and cinnamon and a lot of sugar. Yeah, it can help for altitude sickness as well. It's good for the altitude? Yeah. Because it kills you? <laughs> Eventually. Right. Perfect. Well, cheers, boys. Cheers. Bottoms up. <laughs> Salud. Cheers. Here we go. Hold on, that's great. <laughs> it's like a warm margarita. How strong is this? Very strong. I'm going to be so <laughs> faced in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Does anybody have any aspirin? <sighs> the previous night's revelry blurs away, and after a little housekeeping and about 10 cups of coffee, we get back to work. All right, let's do it. Llamas are packed up with supplies, and we mount up on horseback to head even higher into the hills. Our plan is to explore unmapped Incan trails and to investigate the area inside the perimeter of the ruined Pucara fortresses. Are we on a trail here? Yes, it's hard to imagine. It's covered by vegetation today. Do you think it's conceivable that the mummy followed this route? It is possible because we're kind of retracing the last steps of Ruminawi in this area, right before it's, it's captured. And now it's raining. It's a problem with the weather in a cloud forest. Very unpredictable keep passing through different environments. And as we get up here into the clouds, it's just turned into a thick jungle. The wall of fog has gotten the better of my sense of direction. It's just like being inside a cloud here. You can't see anything. But it's not a problem for Benoit. We have a drone. Uh, we can put it in the air and find out if we, uh, if we can localize any, any trail or any feature. Yeah, let it, let it look ahead of us. Absolutely. Sounds like a good idea. Benoit's plan is both high-tech and yet simple. Send up an aerial camera to take photos of Incan trails from above, and then use computers to stitch the images into a 3D roadmap of the unknown. Also, we're basically lost out here, so hopefully we'll be able to kill two birds with one drone. Up and away. Here we go. So heading uphill. Misty. Let me gain a little bit of altitude. The drone peers down through the fog and quickly spots trails. So we've got terraces in here. Yep and also something else. Oh, right there. What's that? It's huge. I mean, this definitely does not look natural. It's weird you can't see it from down here. It's blocked by, by all the vegetation. How far is that from us? It's less than a mile. Let's try to bring the drone back and uh, we can go there on foot. Yeah, let's check it out. Too steep and muddy for the animals, we have to hoof it to the site ourselves an undertaking made all the more difficult by the thin air and wet conditions. But soon, we're standing at the foot of the rise. Oh, there it is. Yeah, this is definitely different than what we have seen so far. This one has like multiple platforms, multiple layers. It does have a strange shape. Let's get to the next level. It looks like it flattens out. This hill is curious to say the least. Steep sections lead to flattened terraces. Is this natural or something else? Look at that. A trench. Check it out. It's like the other site, yeah? Oh. Yeah. No stonework, but this is man-made. I mean, it's really uniform. Let's see where it goes. Like the trench we saw yesterday, this path wraps around the hill almost all the way to the top. Another flat layer. There's no way this is natural. It looks completely leveled off, just like the one below it. It's almost like it's stepping up. Where does it all lead is the question. Let's Sorry. follow the trenches. Yeah, for sure, let's keep looking. Look at this. Whew. 
That's breathtaking. Feels like the top of the world. Look at that. From the peak, we look down through a world of vapor to seemingly endless jungles below. Incredible. Really has a 360-degree view. Yeah, we can see the entire Inca Empire from here. Unbelievable. Clouds are starting to sock us in on this backside. Look at that. Oh Huge stones. I mean, they're definitely not from this area. Someone brought them here. The question is why. Right. Let's get those tools, see if we can dig around a little bit and uh, reveal anything. The path, the stones, the oddly shaped terraces. This hill appears to have been engineered, and exploring the peak reveals even more mysteries. Drop over here. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Guys, come here, come here. We've spotted an opening in the ground, one that definitely doesn't look natural. Oh my god, what the? Look at this! Unbelievable. You think it could be part of the trench system? It could be. Or it might be a place to hide in case of an attack. Well, I'll grab a couple tools in the metal detector. Let's check it out. While I gather some equipment, Benoit wastes no time and jumps down into the pit. Here you go. Tool. All right. He's looking to see if there's any actual masonry or whether it's just a raw pit. Any stones? No, I don't see any stone work, but there's definitely an opening. Can you go forward at all? No, it looks like the, the whole thing is collapsed. We, we can't, it's definitely sealed. There's no way we're gonna get further in that without some serious equipment and some way to buttress that thing. All right, come on. This is the first thing that I've seen that says to me, this is not just a farming site. Something else is going on here. no way. Okay, so what do you think? You think it could be a passage? It looks like a tunnel. Actually, it might be connected to the trenches, uh -huh. which were probably way deeper than what they are today. So what's our move? What I would like to do is to use my drone one last time and I have a 3D scanning software so we can fully scan the site and understand what this place is. But we need to do it now before the weather gets too bad. Sure, let's break it out, come okay. on. The Inca sun god is clearly not on our side. Above us is a ceiling of concrete and heavier rain and darkness are moving in fast. Hopefully the camera can cut through the fog in time. Walk me through this, how does this work? I'm taking a picture every uh, 0.3 seconds. Okay, wow. So I need every single angle, so this way, you know, they can uh, stitch the pictures together and recreate the site in 3D. There we go. Look at that. Oh my God, look at it. You can see the whole thing. Yep. It's yeah. enormous. I mean, you can clearly see the shape of it. There's some symmetry, there's terraces, you can see how it steps up. It's definitely man-made. The drone struggles in the rain, but still manages to snap thousands of photos, which are digitally woven together into a 3D image that renders in real time. It is a structure. There's no doubt about it. It's so big, it looks like a temple. This is a Pucara. This is a huge Inca fortress. There was probably a structure at the top, maybe a ceremonial center, which explains, you know, the presence of the stones. And so in terms of Atahualpa, in terms of the mummy, do you think it's possible that it could have come here? Yeah, that's quite possible. I mean, we know that he came to this area, he followed these ancient Inca trails like us today. This is the biggest structure of this type that we have seen in this area. We are at the furthest point of the border of the Inca Empire. He could absolutely have come here. If the mummy was brought here, it could have been removed, or who knows, it could be interred here or at one of the other sites. Uh, we, we can be walking on top of it. This is definitely a significant site, and this is uncharted territory. And their end is really our beginning. We have so much more to explore. Right. It's, it's incredible. Thank you guys so much. Benoit. Thank you, Josh. Thank Good you job. very much. The puzzle pieces to the location of Atahualpa's mummy are falling into place. 
faded documents reveal it was brought to Ecuador, where there are ceremonial sites fit for an Incan king, and imperial treasures recovered far from civilization. In this untouched wilderness are overgrown trails leading to long-abandoned Incan ruins. These battlements must have guarded something and seem to encircle our final destination. A massive hill that eagle-eye technology has revealed is actually a towering, undiscovered Inca fortress. The next step is to peel back the vegetation and explore what's underneath. Until then, Atahualpa will keep us frantically searching, proving that he still retains power nearly 500 years after his death. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.